Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasher Sports Talk It is a... Monday, we are live across the world, but we are based out of here in Phoenix, Arizona. I didn't have to think about that. Got a lot to talk about in the world of sports. The baseball game is now tied 2-2. 3-2. Oh, that's what I said, 3-2. Let, yeah. fin- let me finish. I said 2-2, but I meant 3-2. Let me finish. Demar Shea is in the studio, 888 I'm here for nine, correction. One, four, four. <laughs> Just correction. Oh, 3-2 San Francisco? Man, yeah. and it, yeah, that's right because you know what it goes back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Goes back to Kansas City uh, for the next game. Oh, for the last two games, right? Yeah, for the last well, possible game seven. Oh, it'd be game seven. Another correction, but <laughs> but is that your Cinder? Is Kansas City a Cinderella team? This will be the Cinderella story if they can win Game Six. But you wouldn't call you wouldn't call San Francisco Giants a Cinderella team. No, not at all. Just because they've been here, like it's three of the last five years, right. it's their third World Series. Right. You can't call them the Cinderella team. Now this season, did they have to go through more of a struggle than they used to, or than they have been? Of course, but no, you do not call this um, San Francisco Giants team Cinderella. Now, I'm watching this game and it's four two, and I'm thinking the Giants going to be three two going back to Kansas City. Right. Um, but that, with all that athletic ability, all that fast base running, that precision. I think it's I think it's everything what everyone said it is. It comes down to the uh general manager, the guy who's orchestrating all these guys and putting them together because San Francisco Giants like the Kansas City Royals had to have a play in game. Right. And that experience was taken over late in the season. Uh you could call no one thought that this coming into this World Series that the Kansas City Royals would be eight and no. And that was awesome to see. Uh, they beat two formidable opponents to come to 8-0 to get into the World Series. They lose the first game at home of the World Series. They win the second. They go to the San Fran uh, to win a 2-1. And then the San Francisco Giants go up two games to have a 3-2 series going back to Kansas City. I thought it would always go a seven-game series. I still think it would go a seven-game series. Even though the, the youngness of these guys, uh, once they can get it going and they can command that lead up into the 7th, 8th, and ninth, I like Kansas City's chances to tie it up. For game seven. Yeah, and that experience is really starting to show, especially in these last two games on the road. For the Royals, um, when they was in San Francisco, you know, they got up 4-0, 4-1, uh, going into, like, the late innings, going into mm-hmm. about the sixth or fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh inning. They'll be up by, you know, some comfortable amount of runs. Their bullpen started to show um, the experience, you know, the lack of experience. And I go back to, like, what your statements about the general manager or the manager of the ball club. During that situation, even his experience, um, trying to get that young group of guys, I think, get them guys to stay hungry, get the guys on the mound, you know, throw strikes, not as many balls and walks like they have been. And and San Francisco, they've been putting a bat on the ball in your experience time to take over the game. It's never ending. And that's when San Francisco pulls out in the end. Because I thought Royals had a 3-2 or 3-1 at one point. Um, when they were up in game five, I thought the series was 3-1 and it was going to go. It's going to go to Kansas City. It was going to Kansas City up 3-2 maybe to go. at the most. But it's a flip the other way around. If that game would have went back to Kansas City with uh, th- with two games to go, Roy's being up 3-2, you give them 
what a greater chance do you get them? And, it's, and they're at home, but they are a young team, but they have, you know, coming into the season, they were dominant. We were talking about the Kansas City Royals, and then they had that, they had that moment during the season where it just looked like an average team, looked like the same old Kansas City Royals. Right. They picked it up to get into a, at least a playoff, to get into the playoffs. They picked it up. Going, if they would have won this game, what chances would you have given them? To finish if off three two, and they got two games at home. So now you all you're looking at is one, uh, two games, one game, mm-hmm. two games to win one. Exactly. I mean, and you got to like those. Now odds. they got two games to win two. Yeah, the, the odds of winning, you got two games at home, and you only have to win one game in the series is over. Of course, those odds are, then you got to take Kansas City in that situation, but, I, well, like I said, with the lack of experience with these Royals and. You got to give uh, the Giants as much credit as they can because they're keeping up with these young guns and they're making experienced plays and they're playing full nine inning games, which making them come back in these games and that's what's making them up three two. I think the Giants, I think they're going to close shop in this game six coming up. Do you honestly? Yeah, because the Royals. Well, Madison, go, do you Madison He's not. He can't pitch. I this know game that. Six. I know. But you got Lincecum. You don't but need Bumgarner. You need you need two dominant pitchers. I think that's how you. I would go. love. Yeah, you would in, love in to see Bumgarner. Yeah. yeah, you would love to see Bumgarner. I love to see the series go seven games, but I think they're going to end it in six. Uh-uh. It's because do you remember going back to game one when the game was in Kansas City and all the hype was going on and. You know, just around the young players and experience, all of that was going on in Kansas City. Think about it now. You're in the game. You're in the type of situation where you got to win two games and you're at home. You're coming back home. I, I like Kansas City chances I because do, of they that. do have extreme good chances. But you're dealing with some young guys who's not used to this World Series this much pressure. I think that San Francisco's they're up. They have nothing to lose. They're like, look, we got nothing to lose. These guys are at home. They got something to lose at home. More than we do. So the pressure's on Kansas City. So the pressure's on Kansas City as... Until they win this next game. They win this next game, then... It's still on Kansas City, No, I think the pressure... No, because they're at home. Well, I think... They got an inexperienced manager. They got an inexperienced Those guys don't play with fear. They too young to even I'm not saying they're playing with fear, but they... Now, the San Francisco Giants has a World Series manager. So they have a Hall of Fame manager, I should say. Now, this guy has won, what was it, three or four? Three World Series... Now you're taking the, the experience of the the San Francisco Giants against this, these young guys in Kansas City, and it's not a surprise that the the San Francisco Giants are three two going into Kansas City with two games left one, to win one. It's not a surprise at all because of the experience, and they've these guys been here three this year will make the third out of the fifth five seasons that they've been in the World Series, which to me is amazing. On that market, I don't even know if San Francisco Giants. I don't even know if that's a great market. I don't know how big that market is as far as baseball is concerned. Uh, unless somebody call in 888-346-9144 and tell me that market, how big that market. Is. But I don't <laughs> think it's that big. But you going, you got to have in the World Series in a game when you got seven games, possible seven games. If you got two pitchers and you got a decent bullpen, because their bullpen had to back, bounce back from game two when they got smashed. Right, and because they came out, they stole one at home. San Francisco, the Kansas City Royals end up tying them back, getting back home field advantage. But now they're down. If they win this game, they have to win this game to take the pressure and put the pressure back on the San Francisco Giants. In my opinion, having to play, having been the seventh game at home, uh, it's, it's a lot of pressure. That's uh, all I gotta say. It's yeah, a lot of but pressure on, on who? Because 
Because it depends on, because I don't see, mm-hmm. I don't see right now pressure being on San Francisco Giants. I see if it came down to it, Bumgarner, Madison Bumgarner, he's going to pitch game seven. Of course. He's that guy. He's and I think J- they're going to say James Shields for game seven with uh, the Royals. With the Royals. Yeah. And I think they should put James Shields in. Now. Now. You, yeah, you can't wait for a guy. Now, that's a strategy that has to be. Yeah, I know. You get, I know, yeah. That's it, very it's tough. hard to pitch, like, what, every three games, every two, three games. You're right. That is very hard to do. So You know what? You bring that up and made me think real quickly. This is why guys are getting Tommy John because they don't pitch enough. They don't pitch they enough. To, they used to pitch all the time. Think about baseball back in the day when the pitchers used to pitch all the time. They, well, you didn't hear anything about it with Tommy John. You didn't hear anything about those type of injuries. But now these guys pitch every five days, every mm-hmm. four or five days, and they get pitcher commands a great salary to only <laughs> to only work. Man, he might work twenty five days. Yeah, real days, game days, twenty five right. game days a year. And, and command the salary that they do. 25 series. Now, a lot goes into the offseason. Uh, a lot goes into the preparation, getting ready for this. But I'm talking about showing up on the mound. And that's not even a guarantee that you're going to finish the, the nine innings. Nobody lets a pitcher finish nine innings. It's rare. It, it, I mean, it's rare. It happens, but it's rare when your pitcher's on the mound from start to finish. Yeah. In this situation, depending on the outcome, depending on the, the pulse of the game, is either leave him in if he's doing all right, how he feel. Am I going to be able to use him in a, another day or so? Or just take him out and get ready and get ready for my game seven. But the Kansas City Royals can't afford to leave their, their ace and wait for game seven. Yeah, you have I to don't win think, now. Yeah, I think you got to put you, him in now and win now. See how that game go. Put him in now for game six. See how that game's go. If, if, if the about a sixth inning and Kansas City, they're looking good, they have a commanding – they look like they're 11-4. If the score is 11-4 and a 6, which is, might not be the case because they have close games, yeah. a, except for yesterday. If it's 11-6, I'm taking my ace out, and then I'm going to use them again on game 7, later in game 7. Yeah, just in case you need them. I, I mean, I agree with that, but, I mean, I think Jordana, what's his name, Jordana Ventura, he's starting tonight for the Royals. Uh, he's mm-hmm. going against Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy. He's an experienced baseball player. His record doesn't show it this year. He was he what, seven over? and thirteen. He came over yeah. this, this year. He came over Jake exactly, Peavy. and you know, but you know, he's an he experienced guy. Year. You could trust Jake PV in this type. Where in this was game PV six. in Boston? Yeah, yeah. He you could trust him in Game Six, going against uh, this young, experienced, inexperienced Royals team. But at the same time, with the inexperience comes new opportunity. So, you know, they could turn that drill in into something incredible. That's always the great story, the Cinderella story that you always see. Right. Well, yeah, I, I would, you know, we talked We talked at the beginning about the question was asked was, um, can City Royals a Cinderella team? And I think they are. They haven't been there since 1995. I'd like to see what these guys or where they go from here. I'd like to see, depending on the outcome, where does the Kansas City Royals, because 1985 was the last time they'd been in the World Series. The last time they'd really been relevant or conversations even talked about where do they go from here how do they put some experience or some older guys around those young veterans that can that could uh you know run those bases get on base and run those bases Mm -hmm. where do where does a team like that go from here 
because you look at the San Francisco Giants, you think, uh, I didn't. Because you, you, Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. who was terrible this year, who stunk the place up this year. You got the Dodgers, who got out of the first round, which was crazy, with all that talent. They were, they are the West Coast New York Yankees when the Yankees used to buy all that talent. Mm-hmm. And you have the uh, Colorado Rockies and the uh, San mm-hmm. Diego Padres. Yeah. That is a, that's a tough country. That's a tough little uh, group of teams in the conference. Yeah. In the division. Yeah. And you get the San Francisco Giants who had to w- play a wild card to get in, and they are back through experience, in my opinion. Or maybe they're back through who who's in the World Series and who their opponents are. and But they are back for the third time in five years. So that game is played. When is it played? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock. <clears throat> Yeah, I think PV and the ace for the uh, Royals have to be on the mound. Mm-hmm. Get home. They they probably they probably flew home last night. And baseball is different. Their travel is different. Those guys like to hang yeah, around. T- they like to hang around town. But I think in the World Series, let me get home, get some rest today, get a uh, well, get that rest tonight. Sleep in your own bed that night. Last night, come have some conversation, watch the film, a little practice, find out who's who, what the strategy gonna be. The strategy is what it is now when you get to this point. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know these teams now. It's, it's what it is. 888-346-9144. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Demi Lachey in the studio. That is the number if you want to call in. You have this segment and the next segment only. As you know, the last segment of the show goes by pretty fast. Had a lot of football going on. But even before that, man. What do you think my chances are? I am 135.94 points. And my opponent, and this is fantasy, mm-hmm. and I'm a great GM. I'm a pretty good GM, not great. 72.5 points. He has three guys tonight in a game. He has the um, Tony Romo. Oh, he's about to get a lot of points. That's Man, about 30, he, he got to get points. 60 points. That's yeah. flirting with 30 points right there. Flirting. Because... Okay, who else does he I, have? I agree, Let's, I agree. And, and I was trying to do, I, I wasn't trying to. I did the numbers in my hat, in my head. <laughs> oh, you're a true GM in fantasy now. Yeah, I'm old, Look man. at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all the numbers. And I don't even care about the football games no more, per se. And we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, but a, a game that had some significance of what was going on in the NFC West. Mm-hmm. The Arizona Cardinals are 6-1. The ASU Sun Devils, 6-1. U of A Wildcats, 6-1. They're all 6-1, 18-3. and three. Eight, 18 and three, you uh, <laughs> for the good. state of Arizona. Uh, but we are gonna get into that. But I don't, I don't really care. When I watch football now, I just check my fantasy. I check my fantasy and find out what my guys are doing. So they got you in. They they sucked you in. They sucked me the in. Fantasy now, got you. Now I'm gonna do it again next year too. And the season's not even over. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. But let me tell you who this guy has: Tony Romo tonight against Washington. Okay. I'm thinking, oh, he need just get 20 points, and I'll be fine. 25 points. He's, yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's going to flirt with 25. Yeah. That's automatic, I think. I think that's automatic because of uh, the running game they have with uh, right. DeMarco Mary. All right, now this guy also has – now let me let me say this too. Um, it's the uh, – <laughs> now it's the uh, NBC, the, uh, the fantasy league that we're in, uh, 1060. NBC 1060, winner gets a $500 gift, card, gift certificate. To Ruth Chris, first and second gets a hundred dollars. I don't know what you do with a hundred dollars at Ruth Chris. Maybe get a glass or two glasses of wine. You just wrap. <laughs> All right, I have a hundred and hundred and thirty-five point ninety-nine four points. 
135.94 points. He has 72.5. And what's that? That's about 63. That's about 63.4. You have nothing to worry about. Who else does he have? Um, he has Tony Romo. Okay. He has <laughs> Alfred Morris. He's not getting any points tonight. He's getting about eight. Mm-mm. I give him eight. I give him ten at the most. If that's then I'll be safe. So that's thirty. I'll give him ten. So Tony Romo gets twenty five. Alfred Morris gets 20, ten. It's thirty five. That's thirty five. So what I got left? Uh, twenty eight points to play with. Yeah. And uh, oh man! Oh, he had a buy. Oh, this this. Oh no no. His other guy is Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, who averages about man, 18 oh points. Man. He could take off any game and be a 30-point fantasy. He averages about 18 Last, points. Yesterday, I did not start, what's his name, John Brown. And he ended what? up with 24. See, I don't know how you, I don't know how you keep going. I didn't know he was going to take off with John five Brown? catches, 119. I, nobody knew that. I knew that. You the watched last few practice. weeks. The last few weeks, i seen him Just practice. the same guy but you the watched the last practice? few weeks, they – Carson Palmer, <clears throat> he really hasn't been giving John Brown the ball. When John Brown took off earlier in the season, because of Drew Stanton. That was the last few weeks. This is this is first game back, ain't it? Or Deshaun the second Jackson game? has his best career games against the Dallas Cowboys. I know. Even when he was in Philly. <laughs> okay, so he averaged eighteen points, eighteen point four points. He averaged that. So if he get that, Tony Romo gets twenty five. But he has Colt McCoy at quarterback in this this tonight. Mm, mm, you make a good at the point. same time. It's that same old Dallas defense. They, but they Washington have, offense is not going to slow down. But Dallas, Dallas defense haven't been exposed. They like one of yeah. the best. They haven't been exposed yet because of the running game and and, right. and what they were. See, their defense is not on the field, so they, when they do come on the field, they come on fresh. Right. In the past, they used to be three and out, six six and out, five and out, three right. and out, eight and out. Their defense was always on the field. We'll come back. We talk some football, uh, some real football. But I do want to end the fantasy when we come back. Talk about Demery's, uh I picked up some guys too. Oh. Come I picked up a defense. Because next week my <laughs> Buffalo Bills, who you laughed at, yeah. they are playing strong. Kwamalas Sports Talk. We take a quick break, we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back. We come last sports talk 888346. Now man. What are these people doing in here? There's no coffee. Yeah, I was just looking forward to a, to a bat. To a cup of coffee. Yeah, to a cup of coffee. Just yeah, so one. Got a reception in the front. I know her job ain't sitting there to look pretty. I can tell you that now. Yeah, she looked like she'd been up. She looked like what? She looked like she'd been up. <laughs> she, she looked like, like she, seven a.m. She looked like she could make some coffee. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I dig it on it. Um, I had a strong cup earlier, but I but you know I would like some coffee right now. <laughs> How's your fantasy, man? Man, oh, uh, by the way, by the way, that was LL Cool J. I know who that was. No, no you didn't. I know LL Cool J in radio. <laughs> I know all about it. Anyway, back your fantasy. To the yeah. Fantasy. Oh, oh, I was gonna tell you who I um. Damn, did I pick up that team? No, I picked up the. Uh, yeah, what defense did you pick up before you was talking about that before break? Yeah, you what, talked what about it? you picked up a defense for the week because Buffalo. Uh, I well, don't know why you even still got their defense or anything what? part of Buffalo. Oh, let me go to my team first. That's, well, that's you pick up Kyle Orton. <laughs> Buffalo. No, f- no, my defense. My you. that I've been riding and dying with that defense mostly. Right. Oh, I know. I, you must don't see the. Okay. I do see it because that a lot of. Teams don't score points at Buffalo. I don't know they why. Average, I don't know how. They averaging me 16 points. I could take that on defense. I'll take that. Now, I'll when they go that. eight points, and I'm wondering why, because you, what, what, what kind of drive me crazy is you'll see them at 12, you go back to it, and then they're, they're at nine because they done gave up a touchdown yeah. or something like that, some nonsense. Uh, but, no, I, I picked up um, – let me get to this. I picked up – the San Francisco 49ers defense. Why? Because I got a bye week. I got to get somebody. Oh, okay. I got a okay. bye week. I that can't. Makes sense. Why, why the 49ers? You could, there's plenty of teams you could choose. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you what teams Come I on, pick. GM. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I took a gamble, and I picked up the Vikings defense. Oh, yeah. What, last week? This week. Because the Carolina defense. This week they, going into the game? The Carolina defense out that I chose from last year's uh, success. They they got benched with me this week. They gave me thirteen points on the bench, but the Vikings gave me thirty two. That's a GM. That's a gamble because my thirty two fantasy points with the Vikings defense. They had a touchdown on the defense side. They had an interception, which they, and they had a fumble recovery to win the ball game in overtime. They was balling. On the Vikings yeah. against Tampa Bay. I picked. Uh, okay, let me let me go down there because. Okay, <laughs> I had. Um, not me, but uh, I, I be doing people's people be texting me saying, "Can you pick my teams for me?" So, Green Bay, New Orleans. I pick. I knew New Orleans was in the dome, but I picked Green Bay. Green Bay was looked like they was playing around, like they was just trying stuff. 
Oakland yeah. and Cleveland, I picked Cleveland. So now I'm one and one. Indy and Pitt, I picked Indy. Oh, I, I didn't know Pittsburgh was going to destroy those oh. guys. Like they was never, they just started their season. Yeah. So I'm one and two. Philadelphia and Arizona Cardinals, I picked the uh, Cardinals. So I'm two and two. Houston and Tennessee, I picked Houston, three and two. Minnesota and Tampa Bay, I picked Tampa Bay. What? I picked Tampa Bay. You saw what happened. They that last play, that, that game was won. Yeah. When you're not used to winning, you're not gonna win. Minnesota was at home. Right, but I still picked Tampa These Bay. Are, okay. You know who's not doing it? Jackson, Steven. I mean, not Steven Jackson, but uh, Cam Newton. Who are you talking about? I'm gonna get to Cam Newton. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had enough of him. Oh, so, uh, Jackson, Steven Jackson for the Atlanta no, Falcons. No, he he got 12 points uh, yesterday, but I had benched him anyway. Um, the receiver Jackson for Tampa Bay. So now, okay, I'm three and three. Buffalo, New York. I picked Buffalo. I'm four and three. Baltimore and Cincinnati. I picked Baltimore because I don't. Cincinnati is so up and down. I'm four and four. Mm-hmm. Seattle and Carolina. I picked Seattle. So I'm five and four for the uh, week. And then I got the Dallas Cowboys tonight. You picked the Cowboys. Okay. Uh-huh. So I might be six and four. Hopefully I'm not. Hope because I don't really care about winning now. I care about my fantasy points. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be you gonna be intrigued at this game. You're gonna be glued to the TV, glued to your phone. I'm going to a glued bar. to all the updates. I'm gonna go to somebody's bar or somebody's house and watch the game. <laughs> you know, I lost some weight too because I was uh I've been walking. You've been walking? Yeah, I know you don't. You know you're scared to walk with me, but no, I'm okay. not scared to walk with you. I'm I thought you was on this little program. This little it's been working. What are you talking about? I'm no, fit. No, it it's really, been working. There ain't no king fit right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> there no don't throw no shade. <laughs> don't throw shade this way. It's nah. been working. I mm. feel great. I come on, man. If I could take my shirt off right now, man. No, you know Look, it's just me in the studio, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, hey, I got a facts, man. Like you said, it's opinionated facts. Mm. I didn't <laughs> see this, uh, but St. Louis Cardinals rookie outfielder Oscar Tavares died in a car accident. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, D- uh, DR guy, Dominican Republic guy. Young guy, too, mm-hmm. man. Very young. Died in the car accident. Man, that's hard to... T- Wait a minute. And his girlfriend. What were they doing? Fast and Furious? No no pun intended, but because yeah. I know um, right. one of my favorite guys in Fast and Furious in the movie mm-hmm. passed away from doing some of that stuff. I think he was sacrificed, but he passed away. Um, Tavares, his girlfriend... 18 years, she 18 years old. Well, he was only 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's it's legal. Legal in DR is legal. Oh man, her name was Adelia Arvello. Were killed in his hometown, and oh, they were in Puerto Rico. Man, it was in Puerto Rico. Atlanta coach Dominic Republic recently considered one of the game's top prospects. He was 22 years old and had just completed his rookie season in the majors. Oh Come man, on, man, what, what, what was going on? I just hope no alcohol was involved. Because either or, either him driving or you in the Dominican Republic, you should be cruising, driver. right? Are you in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. or you in the Dominican Republic? You you in the Bahamas? Wait, wait, where are you going fast? I mean, to us, yeah, that's his home though. Yeah, but he yeah, to him it's like he grew yeah, up there exactly. That's why people leave to go to college and they shit. How you leave ASU? You right here in Arizona? Yeah, I grew up in Arizona. That's right, where. right. How you leave Virginia Tech, Virginia, UVA? Virginia mm-hmm. Tech. How you? Well, I grew up in Virginia, and but Virginia Tech was far enough because it was four hours in Blacksburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this is man. He went. This guy, twenty-two years old. His girlfriend was eighteen. Both of them passed away in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I, I mean, I know we went from football to baseball, but it was that was something I want to talk about, and I can't remember crap. So 
I got to get it out when I can. Mm-hmm. All right, football. What was surprising you about football? I, my surprise. No, you just go ahead, and I'll tell you my surprise. Uh, honestly, my my biggest surprise was the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. throwing up fifty one points. Actually, the number fifty one because New England did it as well. I'm but surprised by fifty one point over fifty points, not by Ben Roethlisberger. He's a like you you put him in your elite five. He showed it yes these past few weeks, but to the Colts defense and who did New England just burst out? They were playing um. I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you right. I got it right here. I had it right here. I mean, just for New England to play Chicago Bears. Chicago. Oh boy, what happened? Jay uh, Uh, Jay Cutler just got paid and ain't haven't done anything. I'm just the biggest surprise because how do you? It's week what eight? Week nine? Week eight? Week eight? And you giving up 51 points to the all pun intended to the Colts defense. Into Chicago Bears defense. I understand you got Jay Cutler at the helm. He just got that look like he don't care. I know. And then he get on the field, it looks like he don't care. And Brian Erlacher said he's an elite, what, paycheck quarterback. He is. and <laughs> That's the and only that's, elite about him. Right. He's an elite paycheck quarterback. That's not saying anything good about him except for you, – you got those elite guys around here. He got three dynamic receivers. He got Matt Forte. He got four receivers over there. He has four. He got the best of both worlds. He can dominate the ball to the ground, and, and he you, can throw the ball to right. dynamic receivers. He, that's what you want. You want big targets. If I'm a quarterback, I'm going into the Hall of Fame with all of them. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going to look all of them in the face and say, what watch do you want at the end of the year? Because I'm about to use all y'all to walk right into the Hall. But you got to put that work in. He got that dumb look on his face like he don't care. And you can't have that as a quarterback. And maybe that's just, <laughs> maybe that's just his look. Maybe he just looked like that. Now, you you say the New Orleans Patriots beat them up 51 point, put 51 on 51, them. 51, yeah. My surprise was your surprise. It wasn't that the Pittsburgh put up 51. It was that the Indiana, the uh, yeah, Indianapolis right, right. Colts gave up. Gave up 51, 51 point. points. Like Ben Roethlisberger and that. Offense, I don't think they punted the whole day yesterday. They, it, they just moved the football up and down the field like they was in the backyard I'll playing you, around. i tell you who did. The only, way, the only way they uh, Indianapolis stopped them was when LeGarrette Bunt flum, fumbled and uh, another us? receiver fumbled for the Pittsburgh Steelers. People kid me when they say us. <laughs> what you mean? You, you say the only way they stopped us? No, I said the Colts. Oh. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, 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 no you didn't. I, I heard us. No, they the Colts. They, they the Colts. I'm not with them. <laughs> they, I, heard I wasn't us. with them yesterday. I don't know what, what that was. You won't be but with Andrew them. Andrew Luck and them, they still, had a, they still had a chance, man. They came back in 34-42 and Luck that's ran out of, of luck. And that's one of the most resilient teams. That's one yeah. of the most resilient teams in the league. Because it looked like they're getting blown away. Remember the, the Denver Broncos game? They was getting blown away. Yeah. And, they, and they lost about seven points. Yeah. I know the situation changed. Circumstances are different in that game. Uh, you change your offense up, and I, I despise when offensive coordinators, defense coordinators change their their scheme up because we have a certain amount of, a certain amount of points or lead. Right. But it, it timids the guys. It makes the guys soft. It, you tell me we're playing a soft cover four or soft cover three. I ain't, I'm not ready to play that. I'm ready to play cover three as I know it, but I got to know that I can't give up any deep balls knowing the situation. Like the um, like the Cardinals, right. corners. How you giving up deep balls? You know the situation. Oh man, you know Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin had fast. a field day yesterday. God, Tomari, you know he's you know he's that guy. You know they put him in certain places to get him open to get mismatches, and then when he's out there on the corner, yeah. you can throw a hitch to him. We're gonna get to some Cardinals football, but let me finish with my surprise. The Indianapolis Colts 
and Green Bay and New Orleans is another. You mentioned oh, no, yeah. you mentioned nobody punting. There was not a punt in this game. New Orleans beat up 44-23. And the game was a lot closer than that. But Green Bay comes out and kick on sides for no reason. Element of surprise. It was no surprise. <laughs> and then they throw, I think um, he threw two interceptions. Yeah. Uh, two interceptions by Roger, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers throws two interceptions. Uh, more importantly, though, in that game, Randall Cobb. <laughs> more importantly, got me eighteen points, eighteen point six. But that just game that was a surprise to me that they can lose like that. Uh, and and then it, what hurts the most is probably being on that team or in that situation in that game that they was going into a bye week. You like going to the bye week. That changes everything going into a bye week. If you're a professional about your business mm-hmm. and you know you got seven months of eight months, seven to eight months of football and losing right before you buy to a team that you should have, could have, probably should have beat, won that game against, Green Bay Packers. They just looked like they was not trying stuff. They, didn't fall, they couldn't – you got Lacey in the backfield and you cannot get one yard. Wait a minute. Lacey <laughs> – Lacey got me a lot of points, but but it was four for I mean, one. Yeah, I, I got to get that. And yeah, that, that gives credit to a lot of. I, I think Rob Ryan had uh, Green Rob. Bay's offense just in the in the palm of his hand because he didn't even blitz a lot. Because that two man that they played two. What is that? Two man under or yeah, two two man? Yeah, two man. That was just incredible. I mean, he went from cover two to two man, and they disguised. I, I must have worked on that all week. It's because the only way Jordy Nelson became Jordy Nelson is because of the back shoulder throw. Oh yeah. And then when Jordy Nelson gets over the top, when he makes his big plays over the top, there's no safety help. So with two playing two man two, what is it? Two man under. It's two man. And two you man, got safety help over the top. Right. Well, you got so <clears throat> you got safety help over the top and cover two also. You got cover regular cover two, five yeah. five uh five under, two deep, regular cover two. Yeah. Corners uh curl or flat for the most part, unless you got a number two on your side and number two goes vertical. Then you gotta sink. You can't get sucked up on a number one. Right. Because you hit that corner route so easily. Right. That puts the safety in the bond. So that's just regular cover two. Five man five under, two deep. You got two man, what you were saying is they rolled right underneath of him. They let him release to the outside. And regular cover two, you want to force him inside to shrink up the defense, to shrink yeah. up that offense so they are easier to cover. But in regular, in two man, you you still get that jam and you disguise the fact of how you're going to press him, but you you allow him to release outside. And as soon as he break, which you said that Jordan Nelson was making all his plays mm-hmm. because he didn't have anybody underneath. He had somebody sinking in regular cover two. You had a corner sinking. So that seven route, that seven cut, was open and you have Aaron Rodgers throwing it, so it's either Jordy gonna get it or nobody's gonna get it. And cover two man, when he breaks, they break. Right, and the only way you could even try to attempt to beat two man is by throwing the ball underneath. Which uh, what's his name? Lacey had eight catches, 123 yards to lead Green Bay in receiving yesterday because there was so many underneath throws where Lacey had the chance to catch it and make a play uh, off of it. Because Aaron Rodgers, I never see him throw so many checkdowns in my life. Uh, even to the, uh, the other running back, James Starks. I mean, he just kept throwing check down or check down. He even checked down to Randall Cobb a couple times. And but yeah, that two man that Rob Ryan threw was it, it worked. Uh, it was in, it was incredible. Like it really worked against the Green Bay Packers. And uh, you know, the Saints defense has been questionable all week, all year this season thus far. But they really stepped up. You know, last night or whatnot. 
and the, for Drew Brees to throw forty four points, I mean, we ain't used to been seeing that all season, and no. it was just and that's and he's capable of doing that too. Yeah, easy money, but you know who got into that game too? Who is Graham. That? Graham finally got into the game as far yeah. as putting his numbers up, yeah, getting, getting the ball. Definitely. And they say his is either his shoulder or his hamstring. I think it's his shoulder that's been bothering him. Yeah, it was his shoulder because it was plenty of. Uh, Cross blocks that he had to make, uh, trying to look at Clay Matthews face to face. He didn't want nan parts of that. And, you know, he was throwing his lunch. He, I mean, he did what he could. He, he put his weight in the way. He put his big body frame in the way of Clay Matthews. But Matthews was smacking that shoulder as, as many times as he could. And so would I. I yeah. mean, uh, if, if you got a, if you got a problem, <laughs> I'm gonna find out what that problem. Or if you still have it, I just pulled up this because I just got a like an insider uh, text. About uh, West Point, so I just pulled it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this. Booze, girls, cash, recruits. West Point, West Point responds to a Gazette article. So I don't know any truth to this, so I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is valid as far as. But this just is what I pulled up on uh, the internet. So the people at at West Point is a military uh, academy. What is yeah. it's 14 recruits? I think it was 14 recruits, of high school athletes, with booze, women, and 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 I'm throwing up my. Quotes, pretty women. Mm-hmm. That's all. That that's relevant. Um, so they're doing what everybody else is doing at the right. university. They trying to universities. Well, you can't when you finish West Point, you're going into the military. You got a duty to uh, to serve unless you can get a sign. Unless somebody you know works high in the uh, in the government or the uh, armed services, armed forces. Right. Yeah, you may be able to get to play football, basketball. You remember Davis Robinson coming out of Navy? He was yeah. He got to play basketball, and some guys is playing right now to get to do leave there. And but if they call, if the military calls, they have to go. Right. So I'm not going to really even get into this. I didn't read it, but I just got it through a text, and then I looked it up, and it's booze, girls, cash, and recruits. West Point responded to the article in the Gazette, the Gazette article. That's, so that's, that's so I don't know if you saw it. Oh man, typical. The students are punished, and the, and the adults run away. But that is true because this was a, this was a, on a blog. Mm-hmm. One of the blogs said, "Typical. The students are punished, and the adults' response walk away." <laughs> if the superintendent is serious about taking the responsibility and handling this appropriate discipline, why hasn't the bowling alley <laughs> that served the kids liquor license been yanked? Why haven't the boosters who bought the booze been charged with contributing to delinquency of a minor? This happened last January. So it's been happening quite a few times. It's been happening quite a few times. So there's been plenty of time to investigate and file criminal charges. Now, we've been talking about this on the show quite often about what kids do and they go to these programs and the kids always get in trouble. Yeah. But the the adults or the ones who are responsible for it, if they play the part in it, they just walk away. And the kids get that stigma or that image about, you know, it's not a good kid. I say that he or she doesn't go to West Point. They're at West Point. They're great kids. Shit. In my opinion. Says who? Oh, yeah. In my opinion yeah. and what you read on article, on a, reading a book by its cover, if you get to West Point, if you get to West Point, you, you pretty much can write. If you go yeah, there for exactly. the right reasons, you could probably have a nice little career. <laughs> no, because that's what I want to do. I want to, not West Point, but I want to go into the uh, Air Force mm-hmm. and be a military doctor, come out, I have to get my own practice. All right. A lot of uh, bull BS got in the way. 
Oh man, we're gonna take a quick break. Quam Sports Talk, Dim Lache. We are in the studio. It is a Monday. We got one more segment and then we are out. I think I'm gonna go. We'll talk about what I'm gonna do when I get back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Voice. Welcome back to the Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. They talking about us or you just like that song? I just I think they're talking about all of us. They're talking about us. We don't all, all we. Me, you, Jay, all of us. Jay, Mike, Mike. All Jay, of you us. know what? Jay and Mike. Let me get a shout out to Jay. Jay and Mike. Kevin, yeah. They do a good job back there. When I say pretty good, people say pretty good. That's not good. I thought pretty good was good. <laughs> no, no it's it's pretty well, good. Yeah, pretty good. Like you asked me, uh, you, I go to a restaurant. How did it taste? Oh, it's pretty good. To me, that is like I will go back. Some people say when I hear pretty good. I'm it, sorry, it's cut you average. Off. Yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, it, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's just okay. Good. It's okay. It's pretty good. Well, Jay, Mike, Kevin, <laughs> they pretty good, and I don't mean they average. I think they do a little better uh, nah, than they, they get credit for back there. Yeah, definitely by far. Oh, I know they run this. Oh they yeah, run, yeah, they get a lot of credit. I mean, they don't get a lot of credit. Yeah, definitely by far. Maybe they the boys. They are. <laughs> That's the, they probably started dancing on that song. But that's the uh, live as you've been since the, <laughs> he was in the studio till he played that. Well, that kind of woke me up. You know, Mondays are kind of slow, and you're hearing R. Kelly well, slowing you down in the morning. Uh, 
I mean, I'm, I was just kind of hyped. Like yesterday, Sunday. Yesterday was Sunday. Jay, the what Cardinals you got? Winning. You got something else hype right there back there, Jay? Give me something real quick. What you got back there? Just real quick. He don't, have, he don't have nothing. You about to play that turn down for what? You gonna play that turn down oh, for what? He had a one second turn down I mean, for what? He, he gotta play some hype because the Cardinals are six and one, ASU six and one, mm-hmm. U of A here in the state of Arizona. These guys are all six and one. They're winning. You got to get hype off that. I was hype coming off six, the weekend. Six, yeah, eighteen and three, right? They're all eight. Yeah, eighteen Combined and three. Eighteen and three. Go Cardinals! Cardinals See, got a big game coming up this weekend. No, they that's don't. another reason to get. But hype everybody about. thought. Everybody thought this. The Philadelphia was. It, Philadelphia was a big game. I think the Cardinals up to this point because everybody or. Oh, not a lot of people believe that they're supposed to be and six they and one. Still don't believe. Yeah, exactly. They, exactly. They, yeah, they right, don't yeah. because of their perception of what who they and what they think the Cardinals are. It's amazing to them because of their perception, not the facts that go into it. Where these guys practice hard, not the fact that these guys stick together. Because when I say they stick together, you know how many injuries, how many disciplinary acts, and how many IRRs they have. Right. Or guys that's not on their team, and how are the Cardinals winning? I think they would have beat the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. Same score, being close game. Mm-hmm. What I didn't understand is how they even had a chance to win. Why Why would you put one guy to cover two guys? When it go, the last play of the game, he catches the ball. He, he Luckily, he was out of bounds, and Nick Foles didn't put that ball more inside. But why you put – why you have that type of chance? Now, your perception does not – your perceptions are not facts. The facts are the Cardinals are six and one. They've been playing. The only game they lost is coming out of bye week. Man, they've been having some close games. We we'll go back to the first game. They had to come back from an eleven point deficit against the San Diego Chargers, and we think the San Diego Chargers are a pretty good football team. Mm-hmm. But perceptions does not outweigh facts in this case, because I could perceive you to be somebody else, and I don't even know you. So you ain't talk to me. You don't know me. You don't know what, right? How I'm gonna go about my business? Right. But you just don't. You know how you can see somebody You say oh I just don't like the guy I don't like him You don't know why you don't like him You just don't like him Because he don't fit into your mold You don't fit you into what that's you think Yeah that's a lot of people Taking the perspective of the Cardinals Right they, uh, you, you haven't watched these guys play You you haven't really tuned in You don't know what Bruce Arians is Or what he's about Or even Todd Bowles in that defense Because that man will blitz He'll blitz you in your sleep He'll blitz you at mm-hmm. home He'll come to your front door With three linebackers Coming through your hole Like it's he takes those chances, like you said in that last play. Mm. He left. He uh, bought the house, who was that? He? Johnson. He left Johnson out there to dry. Either you're gonna take the tight end in front of you or the receiver behind you. Right. Because Just, he brought the house, and I think he brought the house because he knows that Nick Foles struggles under pressure. He get he gets in panic mode. Yeah, and he tried to throw out that back foot. You're not in the middle of the field. You're in the red zone. <laughs> Everything's more congested. That was a nice throw. Just. Little, about, yeah. about a yard to the left. It's because he's throwing off that back foot that he's not that back foot's not playing it. There's no accuracy, right? But if I'm Rashad, I'm getting deep and knocking that ball. I'm not even gonna try to be the hero in this. Although after a lot of balls that I intercepted, I should have been knocking down. I'm I'm gonna play from the top on down. I'm not gonna worry about that tight end. If he could catch the ball, he want to. I'm just gonna make the tackle. He doesn't get in the end zone. The game's over. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's a win-win for the Cardinals. It's a win-win for Rashad Johnson, the safety for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he's he's coming to his own. He's making plays this year. He's making plays. Patrick Peterson goes down. Um, Yikes. But at the same all, time, yeah, he was like, already mm, down to He me. was getting worked yesterday. He was getting Did worked out. Did you see when he broke on the ball where his eyes was the entire time? He's looking at, in the backfield looking at the quarterback. The receiver's running out. I think it was Macklin. Mm-hmm. 
I don't get it. Yeah. So so I started thinking. We bought into the perception, which rightfully so, because he's that talented, of what he did at LSU, becoming I think he was the fifth pick in the first round of the draft five years ago. Yeah. We bought into the perception that he did. He's all this. Now he is, but what helps with that perception was that he was able to come in and be a return specialist, and mm-hmm. and his name got bigger and bigger. But it wasn't from the defense standpoint. Uh, standpoint, whereas he was the lockdown guy. It was that Patrick Peter doing this, doing that on special teams. He making some plays on defense. But I'm looking at him now. You should be that lockdown guy. You should be your 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 technique should be a lot better than what it is. And when we watched him practice on uh, doing training camp, I saw that, but I didn't think he was going to continue to do it. Yeah. And I'm and I'm wondering. Who's over there allowing that? I know Todd Bowles is what it is, but sometimes these coaches don't say anything to him. They feel like, well, we'll bless him. He won't have time to throw it. Patrick Peterson and Antonio Cromartie are looking in the backfield too much, too long, in my opinion. Now, I'm talking about two dynamic guys who's practicing every day, and I'm sitting, we sitting in the studio talking about them. Right. It's my opinion. It's an opinionated-based show. All, all sports radio is, for that matter. Yeah. He is in the backfield too long. But they are 6-1. I mm-hmm. believe in the Cardinals. But I believe that the Cardinals get to the Super Bowl, they'll win the Super Bowl because of all of – they haven't even played well yet. In my opinion, they haven't played well yet. They've been overcoming a lot of adversity, so they'll be in that situation. And I think the key factor is going to be John Brown and Larry Fitzgerald. But you got to run the ball. you got to keep giving the ball to Ellington. you got to yeah. run the ball. But those guys right there – I'm trying to figure out who's going to cover them. It might be Denver in the Super Bowl again. Denver and Arizona? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the Cowboys don't collapse. <laughs> Cowboys going to fall. Their defense will get exposed tonight probably. It's, it's so funny well, because – Well, Colt McCoy is a uh, quarterback, so I don't know what's going to happen. They yeah. had three quarterbacks in eight games. What Dallas is known for is what people are waiting for with Arizona. They're waiting for, okay, this, this is not going to work out. Right. But – in reality, it really is. This is how the Cardinals go about their way, how they go about their victories, how they go about their play. Now, with Dallas, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their thing as well, but you know good and well that they're not going to depend on DeMarco Murray when those last, at this point of the season, it's, it's the middle of the season now. Now that you know for the rest of these eight weeks, that Dallas team is not going to be the same. Yeah, they're but, trying to, but once they clinch, they're not going to be the same. But then that's going to mess up their whole rhythm. Right, exactly. And now and with Arizona, they keep that same play no matter if they're playing the Oakland Raiders yeah. or the Philadelphia Eagles or the Denver Broncos. They play the same exact way. But with Patrick Peterson going down, that takes uh, another hit to that secondary, another hit to the team overall with another injury. I know he got what he got, uh, he was diagnosed with a concussion. Yeah, and I saw that, man. David Buchanan hit the receiver. Patrick was just behind him. Yeah. He must got whiplash because I heard he was jumping up and down when the uh, team came in the locker room. Yeah. He was the first guy. Yeah. He must got whiplash, and I don't know about no, I don't know about a concussion. It must have been whiplash. Yeah, for a guy to be jumping up and down after. Because <laughs> it was kind of scary, though, to begin with because he, was, he wasn't even moving. Like, he was laying on the ground, thought it was a neck injury. But then uh, Philadelphia took advantage of that, went straight over the top. To Powers? To, to, yeah, picked on Gerard Powers. Touchdown. Well, you, you, but do you think Patrick Peterson would have made that play? No, it would have been the same result. Okay. Touchdown. 
It would have been the same <laughs> results. It would have been a touchdown. And I and I'm a Patrick Peterson fan. First of all, I'm a Cromartie fan. I look at the the Arizona Cardinals defense. And I give all this credit to Todd Bowles. Now, these guys coming up and play, not all the credit. Not, 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 let me not be crazy. Not all the credit because these guys show up on the field and they get it done. And somehow they find a way to stick together. And, and, and I'm sure it's through preparation, film study, yeah. going out there and practicing and seeing the same thing that teams going to run against you and recognizing that stuff. I'm sure it's all that. But I still see these elite guys who I think are elite doing some – First year type stuff. Yeah, looking in the backfield, coming out of breaks, looking at backfield, not having a sense of urgency when you come out of your break. I just don't see it. There's a lot of catches that can be caught on these guys uh, if it wasn't for the drops. Obviously, yeah. What makes it really just just that much absurd is that the way Todd Bowles has that defense blitzing. So you know, if you get blitzes a lot from the Arizona Cardinals, a lot of teams look for the short route, just right. the quick route to get the ball out. As a DB, you should be sitting, drooling. Your mouth should be wide open for that. That's what you. That's how you get to pick the interceptions. That's how you, you because of the pressure that you bring on the quarterback, he's going to throw. Because it was a lot of sloppy balls thrown by Nick Foles, just throwing it up in the air uh, that got bounced around or got tipped, dropped interceptions. That's the balls that you want. But these yeah. DBs, and then when his some of Nick Foles' completions was because of the uh, Cromartie's late reaction time and. So I don't well, – and it, we're talking about the middle of the field play because when they get in the red zone, that's when you get Cromartie getting interceptions and you so get more interceptions from these guys. Who's uh, – the Cardinals are 6-1. and one, Denver is 6-1, and one, right? Denver is 6-1. And, and the Dallas Cowboys are 6-1. and one. Correct. I think the Denver Broncos are for real. Um, of course. Yeah. But between the Cardinals and the, and the Dallas Cowboys, who are you looking to, to maintain their winning ways? Because I think I think Dallas is going to maintain it longer than Arizona because Arizona hasn't gotten to the. Well, maybe they have a tougher schedule. The tough than Arizona. Meet. Yeah, I don't know. I think Arizona got tough because Seattle's getting better. Yeah, they're going to get better. You know, you can't lock them out. You know, San Francisco, they're going to get better as Did well. Did you hear this? Because uh, you mentioned Seattle, that uh, Marshawn Lynch might be traded to Oakland. What? Yes. He's from Oakland. I, I know, yeah. He's from Oakland. I, I, so he, I've heard. There's nothing they, better than he would. He don't need to go to Oakland. Cause no, because they got Derek McFadden in. Which is nothing. Uh, go there for uh, him. Derek McFadden is state hurt. He's, he's too soft. He's bo- I ain't I never mean, seen what, the softest guy in the world in my life. Look, look, look at the old line he's running behind. I mean, it's not. Come on, he's been there seven years. Give some, take some. I mean, you, you make it seem like Oakland ain't been the same for the past Oakland seven not, years. They haven't been bad. They're, they've been losing. What are they, 0-8? Derek McFadden could. Darren McFadden, he belongs in his league. He's a starting running back. He's Just, a starting running back, but he stay hurts too much. That's all I'm saying. Look at the – okay, you always come back. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. Who you got tonight, Dallas or Washington? <laughs> of course. I got I got Dallas. Even though Washington, I think uh, Deshaun Jackson is going to have a big game. Okay. But I got Dallas at home. I got Dallas also. I'm a, I don't know what I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to watch it somewhere. I need to read my uh, my book. I got a public speaking book I need to read. I'm going to give you two quotes and tell me which one you believe in the most. And the two most important days in your life are the day we were born and the day you figure out why. That's not me. It sounds like something I would say. That's Mark Twain. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to give you another one. The, the worst loneliness is to not be comfortable with yourself. It sounds like something I would say, but that's Mark Twain. Those are good quotes. You got five seconds. Which one? I like the first one. Yeah. 
get, make the best of your life, make yeah. the best of your well, opportunity. Th- people don't, they go through life and they don't ever figure out what they're supposed to be in life and they go crazy. Yeah. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you figure out why. I like that a lot. I'm going I'm yeah. to snatch that up and post. I'm about to turn into a philosopher. <laughs> Because all this stuff sounds like something I would say, or I might have said it in my previous life. My previous life, I was in a just war become a, in China. Just become somewhere. a rapper. Give us some knowledge. I used to rap. I had a that's rec- too easy. I had a record contract. Yeah, that's too easy for Wait, me. No. I had a record contract in tenth grade, Eighth Avenue Records. You want to <laughs> check the file? <laughs> no, I'm cool. I was cold, man. <laughs> all right, we got to get out of here. It's a Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. For Taco Tuesday. I'm still old. Some tacos from a bet. So I'm going to just go get four this time. Instead they of passed. Kwame <laughs> <laughs> well, of Sports Talk. We're going to get out of here. Demi Lachey, we're in the studio. We'll be back tomorrow in the studio. Until then, we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.